Set Phasers, a highly illogical Star Trek podcast. trying to untangle my cables mm. yes indeed hello stevie how are you i'm well thank you i'm well back from a little jaunt to the uk which is why we are late recording this finale episode of star trek strange new worlds but i'm well over yes that. how are you but how was the uk how was the uk the uk was old, hot uh blighty old blighty it was good it was hot lots of Lots of heat and no air conditioners because they don't they don't have that. They don't have that over there. It boiled in our own sweat. It was lovely. Mm, Quite you know, delightful. The, you Brits, you love to boil. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Well, we're getting a lot of activity on my street. A lot of uh, ambulance police activity. Very fun. Very fun. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, Brooklyn. There's no AC here either. So boiling. Well, we you, are doing as well. You could have AC. This is the thing. You just choose not to have AC. You enjoy sweating. and Yes, I, like the Brits, enjoy boiling in my own juices. Ugh. A sous vide of a man. Oh, sounds, disgusting, right? Disgusting. So yeah, disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. I, you know what I like is the transformation when you leave the house from hot and sweaty and disgusting to, you know, uh, you clean up and you walk out the door and you're like, gosh... I'm fresh as a day's e. Hmm. Well, let's move on from sweat well, to Star Trek. Today is a very special day. We've uh, got the last uh, Star Trek to, um, Star Trek to cover. Uh, wait, I try, I just try. I thought I'd try the Irish accent. Didn't come. <laughs> We've got the last. Is it travel the quality of mercy? Episode ten. All right. Well, we're going to talk about season one, episode ten of Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Today's star date is star date four one one zero seven one seven point one, and the name of that episode is "The Quality of Mercy." And this is a pretty trippy one if you've ever watched uh, the original series. Oh. Uh, oh gosh, I forgot to look at the name of the, but I assume you have that information of the original episode that they used to. I don't actually. Oh, I didn't. well, we might have to Google that because right. it's a, uh, they kind of like, they didn't rip it off or anything, but like they used a lot of the stuff. from. Of I course. remember watching this episode with my dad. Hmm. So I remember as I was watching this episode, I was like, huh, that's, this is, wait a second. I added because I did no research. Anyway, before we get into that, we got to talk about Patreon. Yeah, we have one. So join us on patreon.com forward slash set phasers, where you can be part of Zoom hangs with us, cooking with Aki, bow ties with Aki. And uh, I could I could teach something. I wonder what I could teach. I could teach um, patience with uh, a, a dancing co-host. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but we do Zoom hangs together. We do watch parties together. And it's all just a lot of fun. So we would love to have you there uh, with our Patreon crew at uh, patreon.com forward slash set phasers 
Yes, I believe we might have one coming up in the near Why future. Yes. Because we have, uh, this is the, the briefest break where we're not uh, traveling or on tour. Yep. So it might, might work out. Mm. Might not. <laughs> we might do double up in August or something. Mm. But, uh, okay. Well, that's out of the way. Uh, I'm, let's run it down. Let's run that puppy down. It's time to run it down. Can you run it down for me? What just happened? Can you run it down for me? Let's run that puppy down. That's what they said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in in the hundred episodes that we've done, I have never said that. I don't know why I did. <laughs> we did, and that's, that's where I we enjoyed are. It. I say, let's run it down. And I think our new thing will be you say, let's run that puppy down. And you <laughs> the sound bar. All right, we're going to do our new rundown thing today, mm. which is going to be slim and trim. Uh, and we're, then we'll have more of a discussion. All right, so what happens in this episode? Enterprise is on the edge of the neutral zone. They're helping out with the outposts that need retrofitting and supplies. We begin the episode with Pike in his quarters. He's cooking up a little something, and in walks Captain Battelle. Mm. Remember Captain Battelle from episode one? They had a little thing going on. And it seems like maybe they still have a thing going on. I oh, know. I wonder if I have my thing music. Do you have your thang my music? Thang, I mean, maybe my Marvin Gaye music. Is it my disco? Wah, wah, in wah, walks wah, Captain wah. Battelle. Wah, 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 wah. I do. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> there we go. Better late than never. It walks, yeah, that's right. So they have a thing. Uh, she's there on her own mission, which we don't find out much about, but they have they share a few words uh, about, you know, Pike being, you know, trying to embrace his life now. He's gotten rid of the beard, and he's a captain. He's been a captain for a whole season. So anyway, we flash forward. Pike, Una, and Spock, they're meeting with the commander of Outpost 4, Hanson Al-Salah. Uh, the commander's son runs in, interrupting the meetings, and introduces himself because he's so excited about Starfleet. And he turns out to be one of the kids that is in that accident that Pike has in his future that he saw when he was on Boreth with the Time Crystal. And uh, he's one of the ones who actually does not survive despite Pike's uh, sacrifice. And so he gets freaked out. He leaves. Uh, and Una catches up with him, having recognized the name, and she's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I got to do something. So he goes to his quarters, and he starts to dictate a letter to the commander, encouraging his to him to have his son not join Starfleet. Uh, and it's that moment that he's interrupted by who? <gasps> Future Pike. Yes, Future Pike says, hey, man, um, you better figure out exactly what to say in that letter because, uh, listen, here's the thing. You, uh, uh, the future, you save the kids. Uh, the accident doesn't happen, but a lot of other stuff goes terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. And Pike's like, what are you talking about, Future Pike? I think I'm just trying to do the right thing. And he's like, actually, uh, you did something wrong and it kind of ruined the whole universe. And he's like, say what? And he's like, yeah. The monks at Boreth, they gave me this time crystal to send you into that future. So, Pike throws him, gets thrown into the future, and he finds himself officiating a wedding on the uh, the Enterprise. And this is when things started to finally look very familiar to moi. Uh, and he doesn't know who he's marrying or what he's doing, but he's in the middle of giving a speech about how captains, since the time of sails and boats, had the privilege and honor to give to marry people on their ships. Uh, and then there's a red alert 
saved by the klaxon. I wrote, and uh, and so he's like, "Whew, don't have to do that wedding." And he walks onto the bridge. Yes. Okay, so maybe we should at this point Google that episode that is because that part where Pike is marrying mm-hmm. people is part of a particular. It's not called The Edge of Tomorrow. That's the other episode. All right, you want to Google it? Let's, let's Google it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do another one for time. You can Google that. And so I found it. Yes. I believe. Oh, what? Huh? Just added an extra bit. <laughs> Sometimes we need more time. Yeah. Uh, it's called The Balance of Terror, mm. is the name of the episode. That they, they I think they must have borrowed actual scenes from that that episode uh anyway we'll get to that later but now we have the name so pike goes to the bridge uh there's been an attack on the outpost so they're still in the neutral zone and uh he's like okay well let's get there give me a best speed and give me a thing and he goes to talk to Sika. spock i need to talk to you now he convinces spock to do a mind meld with him so spock knows that he is the pike from a different timeline and spock is like well if you're sent here to learn something then you should do exactly what you would ordinarily do because that's the only way you're going to learn about the future that it is so it's been seven years from the present and they're just going to keep going on as they do they find out that outpost four has been all jacked up uh, they call for backup. There's only one ship close. It's the USS Farragut, which is La'an's ship. Mm, La'an's on a different ship. And they get an audio hail from the ship, and it, it's uh, it's Commander Hansen, who he just spoke to uh, in that different past. Uh, and he reports that the outposts 2, 3, and 8, they're all gone. They were destroyed by some sort of unknown weapon. He switches over to visual, and it shows that the station is indeed is like all messed up. Thing. Wires coming out and everything. And... Uh, he says, like, a ship just appeared, hit us with a high-energy weapon, and then left. And then he's like, oh, my sensors detect movement nearby. And they all look. It's a Romulan bird of prey. It fires on the outpost. Hansen, pew, 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 fire. Uh, the asteroid blows up, and then the bird of prey disappears. <gasps> Cloaking. Not enough time to sit around and think about that, because just at that moment, the USS Farragut arrives. And who should be the captain of the USS Farragut but none other than Captain James T. Kirk? Uh, Sam's brother. Uh, and uh, Kirk is there to offer assistance. And they're like, how are we going to track this thing? And there's a little bit of confusion about who is in charge of what. But Spock has figured out a way to track the Romulan bird of prey loosely by using sort of a, their gravitational signature. And... Uh, the debate about how to handle it is like whether this is an act of war, should they pursue and fight it, should they not pursue it you know, Kirk and Ortegas are definitely on the side of let's engage and Pike is much more sanguine, more like well, well let's find out what's going on, we don't want to start a war, we can't do it without authorization so he has Una Uhura send a message uh, back to uh, Starfleet to find out if they can engage and they decide to track the Romulans in the meantime uh, Kirk comes on board it's a brief discussion. They decide, listen, whatever happens, we should do a pincer movement, knock them down, and then be able to talk at least, you know, sort of knock out their their capabilities since we have these two ships and we can track them. In the tail of this comet, it'll be easier to see them. They try to do this move on their different ships. It goes completely wrong. Uh, USS Farragut has to sacrifice itself in order for uh, the Enterprise to get away. The ship gets uh, wounded beyond repair. Uh, Pike is able to uh, transport everyone in uh, from the Farragut 
uh, in an emergency, but both the bird of prey and the enterprise are now completely ja also jacked up and unable to like kind of fire on each other. So it's kind of a weird stalemate. Pike goes to transport, meets La'an. She hugs him. He's like, hey, uh, have you seen Una? Because the person he hasn't seen in this future is Una. And La'an's like, oh, uh, I'm not allowed to contact her. You know that. And Pike's like, say what? But he doesn't have time to do that because then Kirk comes aboard and he's like, we need to have a discussion immediately. And they go to Pike's room and Kirk's very upset that Pike's didn't, wasn't more, I don't know how to describe it, bloodthirsty, not bloodthirsty, but more decisive mm -hmm. in his war action when the moment came. And that's why he thinks they lost. Uh, so, uh, Pike is like, you know what? I'm going to do what I would do since the bird of prey and the enterprise are both injured. We're going to make contact with this Romulan. Oh, I forgot to say that in the interim, they, they were able to decode a message and they found out what Rom. No one knew what Romulans looked like. They hadn't had contact in a hundred years. They look like, well, to the unlearned Star Trek fan, just like Vulcans, although they are very different. Uh, so. Pike is able to speak to the Romulan commander. It's a tense standoff, but they decide to do a, a good faith gesture, take two hours, bury the dead, and then, you know, they're both going to race to repair both their engines and their weapons, and then we'll, you know, resume either hostilities or negotiations. So, that works. Uh, Pike and Spock talk. Uh, Pike learns a little bit more about Una, something about a betrayal, but then he gets interrupted once again by Kirk showing up. And Kirk's like, hey, I got an idea. Uh, I think I just need to borrow a shuttle. And Pike's like, okay. Uh, uh, meanwhile, Spock goes to effect repairs on the phasers with the new engineer, who's just a disembodied arm with a Scottish accent. I thought we were going to get to see Scotty, but no mm. Scotty this time. I also wonder who voiced it. I don't think I couldn't find that on the interwebs. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it almost I didn't even think like, so. I was like, could be anyone. It could have been original <laughs> Scotty and they, you know, mastered it like or they whatever. Just took some, yeah, they could just take that makes voice. sense. It's gonna done. I haven't found out whether that's true yet. Mr. Doohan himself just uh, just took some clips. That makes sense. It was just an arm and a red shirt. Uh, but anyway, that's what Spock is doing. The two hours end. They make contact again. They, the two, the Romulan and Pike almost seem to like maybe they'll come to some sort of like agreement not to fight or something like that at the very least. But then a bunch of Romulans show up because dun 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 side plot on the Romulan ship. The Romulan commander has been uh, has been dealing with some insubordination. While he's an experienced soldier who doesn't want to see more fighting, he has underlings under him who are more loyal to the state and to the war. And so, uh, without his knowing, they contacted uh, like Romulan high command, and so an entire Romulan fleet shows up along with a Praetor. And uh, the commander realizes he's been duped. He knows he can't do anything. Pike speaks to the Praetor, who is completely uninterested in peace. Uh, Kirk shows up with his backup plan, which is a bunch of like haulers and and minor ships, but they know that the Romans don't know what Enterprise ships look like, so he's got to pretend fake armada. So it's a standoff. It's a you know, it's a, one of those things. And uh, but then the Romulan commander is forced to move his ship forward and be sacrificed for his failure, and he's destroyed by his own fleet. And then the Romulans thereafter, uh, controlled by the Praetor, attack the Enterprise. And so things go completely wrong. Uh, Kirk is able to buy the Enterprise time to get away because everything is down and they don't have, like, warp stuff by throwing his, like, fake fleet in the way of the Romulan fleet. They go for it. The ploy works. Uh, they manage to get Kirk back on board and they go to warp. But they do take a few direct hits and they take one sidelong hit as they go away. And when uh, Pike goes to 
sick bay. Spock is dead. He has paid the price. Uh, so afterward, Pike and Kirk talk. They learn a little bit more about each other. Pike realizes, okay, this guy Kirk's not so bad because they had been kind of rubbing up against each other. He touches the time crystal, returns to the present. He's like, I got to delete this letter. I can't let this happen. He talks to Spock. They share a very touching Romulan human moment where uh, Spock actually uses the name Chris instead of Captain. And then, just when you think all is well, Battelle returns to the ship, says she needs to see the the Captain and the first uh, officer and her thing all along. She was there to arrest Una for being an Illyrian, for engaging in eugenics experiments. And Pike's like, nah, I'm not. And he's going to fight, but then Una's like, no, Captain, don't let this happen. And so she gets arrested. And Batal's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't want this to happen. And Pike's like, I am too, because this isn't over. But ironically, that is the end of episode 10, season one of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It ends on a cliffhanger. Indeed. Oh, boy. Let's chat about that. Wow. I, <laughs> I say, darling, let's do a quick chat about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. let's do I do quite love these, uh, your <laughs> creative use of sound effects. Thank you so much. Yeah, so a ton of stuff to talk about here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, the basic thing is we learned that if Kirk is not in charge of the Enterprise, a, an all-out war starts with the Romulans. Yeah. And if Spock and cannot live, the whole timeline goes oof. to shit. Oh, my God. If there's no Spock, everything goes to crap. So it's all, it's all, so, oh, yes. So the whole thing with, so do you know about that episode? Uh, nope. What's it called? Uh, not The Edge. I what keep calling call it, it The Edge of Forever. The Balance of Terror. No. So in that episode, Kirk is in the neutral zone mm. with the Enterprise. Same situation happens. Uh, the ship shows up, blows up a bunch of things. Uh, Outpost 4 is like the speech that the guy gives where he's like, they came out of nowhere. And then he gets blown up. That whole thing happens, but it's Kirk who's the captain. The whole standoff with the Romulan happens, but instead of like suing for peace, Kirk and the Romulan, uh, using Spock's like gravitational thing, are able to like uh, they like circle each other, and it's a very Hunt for Red October style episode. But then Kirk takes out that Romulan ship, so okay. that they can't get back and report about. It. So it's a totally different you know mm. thing without all the praetors and and the Romulans don't declare war as they do in our episode. So that's kind of a cool thing, and they used all these various like actual, I think, actual dialogue from that original TOS no episode, but with Kirk in. So it was a cool cool for nerds i didn't realize it till things were ending i was like they're using actual stuff and the bridge was new the bridge mm-hmm. was the the enterprise bridge from tos anyway that was cool but, which bridge you know my main concern did i say bridge yeah so the bridge was from yeah. the, the original tos yes yeah the bridge that that pike walks onto is slightly different than the one we've been seeing all season it looks more like kirk's bridge yes fair yeah, yeah wasn't yeah. sure what you're talking that's about that's what i meant the origi- now these terms, the original, and uh, they all are very confusing since we're playing timey-wimey. Timey-wimey. But I guess the real the real question is, Una. Yeah. Well. Who cares so, about the Romulans? Is that why we never see her again? So we're like, we've are we setting at least two or three characters up possibly to not come back? So we've got La'an who's left. We've got Hemmer who died. Yeah. And Una Chinrile yes. who's buggered off to take some time and then will likely come back to the Farragut. 
who will come back to the Farragut? No, no, no. Una Chin Riley, that's the so, whole thing. Oh, sorry. She's, sorry, Una. Una, who's gone off to a penal yeah. colony because she's Illyrian. My bad. Yes, because she's Illyrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if this is not my thinking. Is My thinking is, here's my thinking. My, my thinking. thinking is that uh, what's going to happen is because Una gets arrested, La'an's going to come back so they can rescue her from the penal colony. Mm. Right? They got to bring number one back, right? Come on. But, we love her too much. But then she couldn't work in Starfleet. So Pike's got to do something, man. He's, he's got to do, do something, but I don't think he'll bust her out of prison. Do you? That's no, not, but maybe there'll be Pike. a whole legal That's Kirk. Drama. That's a Kirk move. That's a Kirk move, but yeah. maybe Pike. You know, Pike, he sometimes gets cowboy. He's not quite as much of a cowboy, but, no. you know, he might go in there and go, listen up, you admirals. You ain't going to keep Una Chin Riley away from me, you know? Hmm. You know, I do wish that eye rolls would translate to audio. I mean, I think everyone can tell from your cold silences (laughs) when I've said something completely absurd. (laughs) (laughs) What, you don't think Pike go in there and hitch up his old britches and say, listen up here, Admiral April, you gonna give me back my first officer or it's gonna be hell to pay. You know, I can't comment on that all right but fine anyway okay so we've got at least three crew members who are potentially out for season two we're not yeah. entirely well certainly hammer's out but we ha- definitely he's yes. out but i'm sure he will be back in season two in some form or other whether it's you know flashbacks or alternative Ooh. timelines or you know like in trek the actors that they love they always they, they find a way so and I think they've it's said funny. that with we Hammer. never see him die. We, he he's one of those deaths True. that's like off the cliff and into the ice, which could yes. be anything. You know? But I think you know Hemmer, or I should say Bruce Horak, and Henry Alonzo Meyer have both Myers have both said that he will be back in some form, whether it's he what goes into, and like perhaps I don't know if he could go like cross track. I don't know whether he could go into Discovery. I don't know, you know, like could he show up as like the find his body in the I don't know whether a thousand years later or I don't wild. know you know I would love that that'd be quite cool <laughs> anyway point being Hem- mm. Bruce, Bruce Horak as an actor will be back in some form or other in the track verse wild 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 indeed well and also let's not forget that back in the day track uh, people played like 40 characters right you know people would show up and be like this person that person you know yeah Jeremy What's His Tush was on like four different things. That's true. Four different people. And when you're in his last name right now. And when you're in a you know a suit like that, you can come back in various other suits or as yourself or whatever. Exactly. Precisely. Yeah. When you're in the Mm. the, you're an alien. (laughs) Shall we talk about Captain Pike? One. Yes. Well, let's let's maybe talk about him as a captain. How do we think Ooh. he has performed overall as a captain? Now that we've seen him in a full season, and now we can fully compare him, if you, because that's really what people do. And like, oh, who's the best captain? Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite captain? How does he stack up Oof. to previous Trek captains? Listen, every captain is great. Mm. That's my opinion. But I do think, you know, I think this final episode does underscore how Pike is different from Kirk. Yes. And that. You know, Pike is the captain we needed for certain. I think 
you know, the story of, of Star Trek is that the captains we need for the challenges we have rise to the surface. And so Pike is someone we needed for that whole business with Discovery Season 2. It's great that Pike was in charge of the Enterprise. He was able to hold things down. He wasn't freaked out by the whole timey-wiminess of it. You know, sacrificed himself, went to Boreth, did all that business, found out about how he dies. Uh, and he's great for the Enterprise as it is now, uh, you know, doing their mission and discovering places and, you know. But later on, you know what was weird about this? What? It was like sort of an argument for how Pike is too sort of like even keeled to be a captain of the Enterprise in this sort of unstable era with the Romulans and the Klingon Empire. Uh, that like as these conflicts happen, you need someone a little bit more shooting from the hip, certain that they're taking the right course style, you know, James Kirk style. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what this episode underscored for me. But I do also feel... I like I've never considered Kirk the greatest captain. No. But he is it's you like know? you know, Kirk is the original and it's a bit like, you know, Sean Connery is the original Bond. Mm-hmm. People really call back to him for being the best because he was the first. Right. I don't think he was the best. I don't think Rod, um Sean Connery was the best either. Wow, you're a Roger Daltrey fan, huh? Well well Roger Daltrey is the who. I think you're thinking Roger Moore. That's what I meant. That's what you meant. But you don't remember when Roger <laughs> Daltrey played Bond? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I meant Roger You're thinking Moore. Timothy Roger Dalton. Moore? You mixed up Timothy Dalton and yes, Roger Moore. Yes, that's what I thought. That's Timothy Dalton did. and Roger Moore. My bad. You yes. did a marriage I was like, there. I'm sure there was a D. But it was so fun just to play with you. <laughs> that was very good. Yeah. I, now I can only imagine Roger Daltrey as Bond, which is very weird. <laughs> Uh, uh, we don't have you don't have to answer this question because we're talking about Star Trek but who's mm. your favorite Bond then I think and I think this is because I grew up with him but I think Pierce Brosnan was my favorite Bond Pierce Brosnan until the last one that he did because that I just want to remove that Bond film from the timeline completely it was the shittest yeah, Bond movie that wasn't um, the edge of tomorrow or was that whatever that was garbage yeah mm. that last one he did Oh, Madonna did the soundtrack. Anyway, that was like it wasn't No Time to Die because that's the last one, but it was like yeah, Never Say Never Again. No, it wasn't. I forget. It wasn't, I mean, it was, should I Google that? Yeah. Anyway, Tim Pierce. Bruce. You should Google that Bruce. if you and I'll sing. One, two, no, you can Google that. Die another day. <laughs> die, Ugh, die another day. day. You wanna die another day? It was her. It, everything was bad from the theme tune to. Mm-hmm. The plot right. was horrendous. Jump. The vanishing From cars. Jump. Fuck off. Ugh. Just no. The the villains were bad. Like, oh god, that guy was mm-hmm. hammy. It was horrendous. I think he's Judy Dench's son. You oh, would think he well. could act better than that being Judy Dench's son, but no. Anyway, it's that's not hereditary. Alas. This is this is a so, rant so, for another podcast, but anyway. We have uh, so many spin-off podcasts we gotta do. We do. We do. I'm surprised we don't actually well, no, I'm not surprised. If we had more time, I'm sure we would. I think the first one we would tackle would be rom-coms. Yeah. If we were independently wealthy, we would do a podcast a day. Mm. <laughs> That's true. We would. Star Trek, rom-coms, Bond. Mondays, it would be rom-coms. Tuesdays, it would be yeah, Star yeah. Trek. It would be, it would be like must. Yeah. We'd have, we'd have like a network and it would just be the two of us mm-hmm. talking about yeah. IPs. That's true. Uh, great. I'm not going to get us further off track by talking about more stuff about this, but I desperately want to. In any case, uh, 
I would say I like Pike as a captain. He's he may not be my favorite captain, but he's up there mm. uh, in terms of like he is like a prototype for Picard. Yes. He's less of that cowboy thing, but maybe it's not. He's warmer. What, he's much warmer. He's warmer. He likes to cook, mm. you know, steady relationship with Patel, who now has stabbed him in the back, whereas Kirk is like, you know, a total horn dog. Yeah. By the time he gets it. This Kirk didn't seem like I didn't buy that this Kirk would be like, hey, yeah, sleeping with the babe of the week. Mm-hmm. The Kirk, the guy that they. Uh, what did you think of him? Wesley, Tom, Mike, Tom, oh, bollocks. What's his name? Somebody Wesley. Um, hmm. Strange New Orleans. See? Uh, I think I'm pretty sure it was Roger Daltrey. It was not him. Paul Wesley. Roger Daltrey is Paul Wesley. Uh, I liked him. I thought he was didn't have the quite the like, yeah. I just, but he played it well. I didn't buy it at all. I was like, really? You? Kirk? Didn't look like him. He didn't well, act this... like him. I was just like, hmm. But you have to imagine that if he had gone in there and been like, Mike, you can't do what you're doing. That would have been like, ugh. I can't watch this guy do a Shatner impression for an hour. But, you know, when it comes to Spock and how Ethan Peck did Spock, he really mm-hmm. took the time and the care to pronounce things, that, that you know, the way Spock did or whatever. This guy, I just don't feel like he's done any of that. He's just gone, I'm just going to do it my way. I could be wrong. This is an interesting, interesting thought. I didn't, it didn't buy, it didn't jive with my William Shatner Kirk, but I was willing to accept Spell. this Kirk in this alternate timeline. All right. I I mean, I think when we go back to the regular timeline, I think he'll still be the same actor and he'll still be doing it the same way. Of course. All right. All right. But maybe he'll, I mean, listen, this was his first thing. You know, he didn't get to have the buildup of like, I'm silent in my head like Spock did in season two of Discovery. where We're like, he looks like Spock, but he's not acting like Spock yet. You know, uh, anyway, we'll see. We'll see if he hits his stride. But, it, you know, it, I thought this episode was so expertly done bringing in that episode, the name of which I'll never remember. The Balance, Balance of, of terror. terror. I thought it was fun. Uh, should we move on to quotable moments? Let's do Quotable moments. Okay. You I go. have three or four. Let's see. I loved, uh, uh, well, this is from the original and from this, the Romulan commander before he dies says, you and I are of a kind in a different reality. I could have called you friend. Says mm-hmm. it to both Kirk and Spock yep. in those two different episodes. Uh, Pike's uh, realizing that he's in the future and he has to do live it the bad way in order to find out what he's got to learn. Says the only way to discover the terrible future is to live it. Yes. Uh, and I also thought of the nice thing he said when Battelle was like, "Hey, you know, you're, you know, you seem like you're a little bit better, even though I missed the beard." He says, "Someone told me I had better places to be, so I'm trying to be there. Better places." All right. Did I steal any of yours? No, you didn't. I. I don't know. I was just fo- too focused, I think, to come up with any quotes. I was looking more for the Easter eggs and thinking ahead. I was focusing on who was playing Scotty, and it turned out the actor's name was Matt Wolf. Um, he is known as being a voice actor, so we don't think that he will be playing oh. Scotty. And actually, Henry Alonzo Myers has confirmed that Scotty will be will not be in season two. Will not be in season two. Correct. Huh? That's very good. Scotty isn't going to be one of those, you know, if we have lost the three characters that we think we may have, then um, they're not replaced. Well, certainly Scotty is not going to be someone who replaces them. That's curious because he's already on the ship. I can't do it, Captain. 
I don't have the right. Oh, wait, no. I don't have the writers. He's, he's on. Okay. He's on the ship in the future. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. Scotty's not coming aboard. Season two. Mm-hmm. That was the future. Yeah, because five years uh, Yes. Well, then finally, I'll I'll wrap up with Kirk giving a delay, delivering a very Kirk-like line when he gets piped behind closed doors after the Farragut has been destroyed. He says, you flinched. You deliberated. And we lost. Fair. That's a Kirk line. I like that. That was very Kirky. You flinched. Yeah. We liberated. We lost. <laughs> flinched, Mike. You flinched, Chris. You deliberated. And we lost. I don't know. Is this a contest? <laughs> yeah. Are we having a Shatner off? <laughs> that could be Denver a fun Shatner drinking off. game. Yeah. Oh, uh, do we have any game. news this week? Uh, I do have some news. Uh, it's, oh. very, it's not a lot of news, so I, I don't think I should give it the fanfare. However. Okay. August 25th, Lower Decks is back. So we have five weeks until we have new Trek, more Treks, all about Did you see Trek. that trailer? It looks super fun. I have not seen it yet. I was oh, I was, I was, was busy. Check it out. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think we can play it because that, that leads us into licensing issues. However, we watched it on the time. we can't do that. No. <laughs> we want them to like us, not sue us. But go, listeners, go check out the trailer for Star Trek. Uh, oh, no. Lower Decks. Looks like it's a real romp of a season. You remember that Mariner's uh, mother has been, like Una, Jin Riley, has been arrested for blowing up Packlid planet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, those Packlids. Those pesky Packlids. Mm-hmm. Pesky Packlids. Uh, is that the only news? That's the only thing I saw that was announced. Yes, and I, I keep I keep this on my news events because don't forget that the Wrath of Khan is on going to the big screen. September 4th. Get your tickets at fathomevents.com. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. I'm so mad that I'm not going to be able to see it. I'm going to be on stupid, stupid tour. I'm so sorry. I wish we could Boo, go together. Yes. We should go and we should do the, the, we should have a, a school outing to go and see the um, bridge, original bridge. I told Ooh, you, we talked about that. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right upstate. Yeah, we mm. have plans. Yeah. We got plans. We got I still plans. have a, a stick it on my uh, computer that says uh, Picard wine box. Yes, we also want that too. I just, yeah, it's a stu- we have many. We got to drink. We got to go visit the original bridge. Well, now we've got a break. You can come up and we can watch some Trek together, and we can do some watch alongs because we haven't done that for a while. We've not done a watch along in quite some time. Not IRL. Um, hashtag IRL. Hashtag in real life. Mm. Is this the real life? And that's all I can sing without us having to pay royalties, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, if well, you do your own version of it, then you're you're good. So you have oh, to yeah. do a real remix. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? That's my... Okay. 90s. I, I, I don't uh, know if we'll get away with that, but we'll try. Uh, Britney slash Christina Aguilera. Oh, okay, okay, uh, yeah. Rendition. My, my impersonation of... of amalgam of those two singing the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, let's talk about next time. Next time on Set Phasers. Well, next well, time, like, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we like the Beach Boys yeah. sing, God only knows what we'll be doing next time. Um, you like that? Yeah, I do like that. It was very good. Um, I was trying to think of another Beach Boys song, but I, I can't think of one now. 
Oh. Well, we're gonna figure something out. Either we'll watch some movies, or we'll watch some old tracks, or we'll we'll do a Shatner off uh, with actual lines from Star Trek. Sky, Um, But either way, thank you so much for listening as we wrap up this first season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And they're already recording uh, season two. So we have something that, you know, the Trek hits keep on rolling. They wrapped it. Did they wrap it already? Yep, they've wrapped it. They are producing, editing, pulling it all together. So they they have wrapped it. Well, then God only knows. When, how soon we'll get season two but we know we've got Lower Decks we got Discovery I'm pretty sure is coming out in between that then Picard early next year if I'm not mistaken yeah and uh, you know let's do it again and don't do don't, again. don't, don't worry Rogan, baby were you just looking up yes we'll have fun 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 when Lower okay. Decks comes out stop it no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> you don't get to <laughs> you don't get to just rattle off a bunch of jokes why not uh, I, it's just, you, you do. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm just looking for the good vibrations here. Don't. Let's not be heroes and villains. Are you quite finished? <laughs> yes. All right. But now I want the eye roll sound. Um. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you can find our episodes wherever you get your podcast. We drop them every Monday or late when we have to travel and stuff, but we're going to figure out some content to do until we get to Star Trek uh, Lower Decks. And thank you so much for mm. listening. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back very soon. Until then, I am Stevie Manns. And I uh, and you and I are one of a kind in a different reality. I could have called you friend. And this has been Set Phasers, a highly illogical Star Trek pod star. Oh, God. Computer. Yes. And program. I tried. <laughs>